0: A-M-E-N. The Alpha Male Entertainment Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida. U-S-A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. It's a special presentation of the Cigar Dave Show. America at war with the Chinese virus. With the latest intel, here's the Global General, Cigar Dave.
1: We are also at war with the Chinese Communist Party. President Xi Jinping, enemy of America, enemy of the world, enemy of global health, enemy of the global economy, now enemies of Hong Kong, and enemy of India. The Chinese Communist Party passing a ruling this week, a national security law, to essentially take over Hong Kong 25 years earlier than permitted under the agreement with the UK 23 years ago. The Chinese Communist Party, they never let an agreement get in the way of doing what they want. We'll get to that. India and China skirmishing along the Chinese and Indian border. President Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party getting very, very brazen, very bold, very brash, while the world deals with the effects of the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus. We will get to that. I have my comments on the death of Minnesotan. Uh, Sergeant Steve, who, by the way, lived in Minneapolis, programmed one of the talk stations in Minneapolis, Minnesota. What do you call someone from Minneapolis? A Minneapolisite? I don't know. Uh, Minnesotan. Minnesotan. No, no, somebody, like if I, I'm from Buffalo originally, Yeah, I'm, I, it's a Buffalonian. If you're from Tampa, I say you're a tampon, but really it's Tampanian. Mm-hmm. But what is somebody from Minneapolis? I don't know if I ever knew a name for that. Minneapolis, Minneapolite, you betcha. Yeah, probably. Minnesotan. All right, yeah. clo- cl- close enough. I mean, I'm from so Lima, Ohio. We were known as Limaites. No, you're, no, no, Lima beans. Yeah, well. Or Lima, as
0: most people try to pronounce it.
1: Lima, yes. Lima beans. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, this Monday, this past Monday, a tragic death of George Floyd. You have seen the video by now. Officer Derek Chauvin had his knee on Mr. Floyd's neck on his carotid artery for eight minutes. Watching it was beyond appalling. Luckily... Mr. Correction, Officer Chauvin has been arrested. Now, unlucky for George Floyd, who died. Life ended, cut short, because of blatant police brutality. I will get to that a little bit later on. I've got loads to discuss on that, loads of opinions. And many of you that are police officers, you're not going to like what I have to say, but the truth hurts, and you know it. We'll get to that later, but between all the Chinese... Wuhan virus and all the other nonsense going on, the uh, enemies of America, the the Chinese, their antics. Let's start the show on a lighter note, shall we? Now, last week, Nassau County Executive Laura Curran was conducting a press conference, outdoor tennis courts, in Nassau County on Long Island. And the subject was playing tennis. Specifically, to remain safe from the Chinese Wuhan virus, what you should do with your balls, your tennis balls, hit it.
2: Unless they're from the same household, has to bring their own tennis balls so that you don't touch other people's tennis balls um, with your hands. You can kick their balls, but you can't touch them. I'm gonna blush. Sorry. Um, of course, if you're. Pl- <laughs> if you're playing with someone in your household you can touch those tennis balls uh... to avoid confusion <laughs> to avoid confusion between whose balls are whose you can use a marker like a sharpie to mark out to put an x or put someone's initials on them
3: hold on
1: a second i, I have a sharpie in my hand one of these giant ones i mean these, this is called the super sharpie mega and the harem is now going to be lining up here at command center alpha And they're going, they they want to mark their balls. So I hope there's enough room for all 32. Good thing I have big balls. So they're going to mark their initials on my balls, my tennis balls, so as there is no confusion. That was absolutely. But doesn't the Sharpie rub off on those balls of steel? It's permanent, so maybe not. That's a good question. No, no, no. They're titanium, so I'm not sure how it works on titanium. But we will find out. But uh, good thing I have the the super sharpie in my hand. She could not even keep a sergeant. Steve hit that one more time. I mean, I was rolling in laughter.
2: Unless they're from the same same household, has to bring their own tennis balls, so that you don't touch other people's tennis balls. with your hands, you can kick their balls, but you can't touch them.
1: Kick their balls! Off, Ow!
2: Um, of course, if you're pl- if you're playing with someone in your household, you can touch those tennis balls. Uh, to avoid confusion, <laughs> to avoid confusion between whose balls are whose, you can use a marker like a sharpie to mark out, to put an X or put someone's initials on them.
1: Unbelievable. Classic. I mean, the mere fact that a county executive has to talk about initializing your balls, your tennis balls, that is, but if you're in the same household, you don't have to worry, but never kick your balls. No, she said you can kick your balls, but don't touch the balls. Nobody, I mean nobody, is going to be kicking my balls, my balls of steel, and in fact, right here at Command Center Alpha, I have in front of me, right underneath my iMac computer, in fact, I'll take a picture of this, and we will send that out. I have a set of bowls of steel. Now it says drink coolers with a cause. Actually, you put these in the freezer and then you drop them in your drinks, but I keep them right in front of me because as you all know, I have nads of steel, titanium nads, and it is vital, very important that as alphas, we make sure our bowls not only are properly initialized and never kicked especially when playing tennis but at any other time of day especially with the harem we prefer them to be gently caressed and pleasured all right before i continue as always let me extend to you my long ash greetings and salutations a long ash snappy salute semper delectatio always pleasure long live the alpha make america great again make masculinity great again again screw the enemies of pleasure screw the enemies of America, the enemies of the world, the Chinese Communist Party, and screw the Chinese Wuhan virus. Now, let's talk about very quickly here some other items that are extremely important before we get into some more serious items. In Europe, Switzerland, you may not realize this, but just like in parts of Nevada, prostitution is actually legal. I did not know it was legal in Switzerland. I knew it was n- legal in the Netherlands. Did not, I did not know that, as the great Johnny Carson would say. I did not know that, Ed. I did not know that. Swiss sex workers have been out of work for the past couple of months because of the Chinese Wuhan virus. You've heard of Kama, uh, Kama Sutra. Now there is the Coronavirus Sutra. Swiss sex workers are attempting to get the government to allow them to open up their brothels once again. And they are actually creating a, there's a, a group representing the sex workers called Prokori. Pro Prokori. They are imploring Switzerland to lift the lockdown on prostitution as a matter of urgency citing that Switzerland's prostitution hole is currently being filled by clandestine cortesian rings. Now, they have put a manual together on how to conduct safe operation, safe sexual maneuvers, safe sexual liaisons. So they have their guidelines. Now, while there is no scientific evidence as to proper sex positions in their guidelines they are stating that number one that all hookups will be limited to 15 minutes the brothel must keep a record of the customers contact info for a full month additionally the rooms will be washed the bed sheets washed made sure they're all sterile Temperature of at least uh, uh, adequate enough to kill the virus, and requiring the prostitutes, the call girls, to wear face masks while working. And in terms of sexual positions, they are only going. They are suggesting the uh, permitting only two sexual positions to avoid the spread of the Chinese Wuhan virus: doggy style. And reverse cowgirl. Yeehaw! Now, reverse cowgirl, listen, pleasurable, doggy style, bow wow. But I am wondering what about the pile driver? If the client, the male client wears a mask, can he conduct the pile driver permission? If they're both wearing masks, would that be permitted? No word on that. So I will keep you abreast. No pun intended to see if the Swiss brothels after drawing up their safety guidelines and whether the doggy style and reverse cowgirl positions the only positions to be approved when the lockdown is lifted will see if they are able to resume sexual pleasure liaison maneuvers in the Swiss houses of ill repute that's not ill repute what the hell prostitution should be legal that's what I say All right, people say, well, wait a minute. You know, I'm married. I don't pay for it. And my answer is, if you're married, trust me, you're paying for it way the hell more than a single guy. Guaranteed. Oh, and by the way, if you don't have a prenup and you get divorced, you are paying big time. What do we always say here on the Cigar Dave Show? What's yours is yours. What's hers is yours. Make sure you have a prenuptial agreement. Sergeant Steve, do me a favor. Let's post. we, We did a show, an entire hour, on the importance of prenuptial agreements and and the various items that must go into that, let's make sure we go ahead and repost that at CigarDave.com towards the top of the page. I think that would be very, very critical at this time because I'm hearing that some people are saying, well, during this lockdown, I've really, with my girlfriend, now we're just going to make it official. We're going to get married. Make sure you have a prenuptial agreement. Listen to the five-star. Now, here's something else. Talking about marriage. In Kuwait... It is legal for Muslim men to have up to four wives at any one given time. You can marry four women at any one given time pursuant to traditional Islamic law. It's a beautiful thing. You can have up to four. And when you're done with one of them, I think you just clap your hands three times, say I divorce you three times, and it's done. Bye-bye. However, the Chinese Wuhan virus taking its toll on those Kuwaiti men that have multiple wives. Abu Othman, like thousands of Kuwaiti men, has struggled to split his time between two wives living in separate homes amid Kuwait's strict lockdown to combat the coronavirus. Mr. Othman, 45 years old, two wives, 10 children between them, said, my life has become so complicated. I'm constantly on the move between them. Stressing he could never choose one wife over the other. My question is, you have two. Why don't you get two more? Have four. Variety is the spice of life. Big lockdown. Actually, the lockdown expires today in Kuwait. But under the curfew, residents allowed to shop for food only once every six days. They have to electronically get permission. Otherwise, they may leave home for two-hour evening walks. Those who break the rules which includes a mandatory use of face masks while outside the home, can be fined as much as $16,000, jailed for up to three months. But the Kuwaiti government, in response to the appeals of thousands of polygamists, thousands of men with multiple wives, they are easing the restrictions on movement. They introduced electronic permits to men married to more than one woman for women for one hour visits twice a week. Listen, that's all you need to see the other, the other woman. Hey, how you doing? Let's bang, bing, bang, boom. Okay, I'm done. I'll see you in another few days for another hour. That's all you need. Now, it is a strict Muslim requirement that men treat all their wives equally and fairly. So you have to bang each wife appropriately. I mean, if one gets up four times a week, the other should get shtup four times a week. Just how it should be. While they live in separate homes, you can't neglect the other wives. Very, very important. So I feel the pain. I can see Bill Clinton. I feel your pain. I do. I feel your pain. You can only you can only see your one wife. You have to be with your one wife, but you can only see your other wives for an hour twice a week. That is terrible. He goes, it, it, it's horrible. i got to see Hillary every damn day. It is just brutal. Just brutal, I tell you. Kuwait, responding properly. Now, I would like to see, I, I think the appropriate thing would be for the Men of Kuwait who have more than one wife, they can uh, go ahead and see those wives multiple times. I say, look, you can have one day with this one, another day with this one, or a half day with this one, a half day. You should be able to split the day. A little variety. You know, you want uh, one, let's say one has a nice rack and you're in the mood for a big rack, boom, banger in the morning. You want one in the afternoon that maybe has got a nice ass, boom, banger in the afternoon. Maybe wife number three has got a big rack and a big ass that you like, boom, boom. Stop her on another day. If you got four dames, four wives, you should be able to service them all, and they should be able to service you. That is the only decent, humane thing. All right. Now, let's get to some serious business here. Sarah's so Bennett. All right. What we saw took place in Minneapolis on Monday, the death of George Floyd by Officer Derek Chauvin and three other Minneapolis police officers who did nothing while Officer Chauvin had his knee on George Floyd's neck, his carotid artery, restricting his blood flow to the brain, restricting his breathing, all for what? George Floyd was accused of passing off a counterfeit $20 bill. Now, here's the thing about that. You can get a counterfeit $20 bill and not even know it. I've gotten one from a bank. I remember one time I was going and I said, wait a minute, this doesn't look right. Good thing I counted it before I left and checked it, and I said, this doesn't look right. And I noticed something on the, on the $20 bill, and I can't remember what it was offhand, but I looked and I said, as I'm walking out, I turned back around, I said, wait a minute. I think this is a phony $20 bill. And sure enough, I gave it to the teller. She called her manager. They looked at it. Sure enough, I said, listen... You just passed a twenty fake $20 bill. That's against the law. If I would have done that, you gave that to me. If I would have done it, I would have been in big trouble. Apologize. They said they're going to call the uh, police uh, or uh, Secret Service, which uh, handles that. They said, we're going to immediately contact them. You are totally correct. Now, I have no idea if Mr. Floyd knew that he was passing a counterfeit $20 bill or not. That's not the point. Now, if you want to... Talk to him. You want to inquire if he knew about it? Fine. Now, there is video of him released where he was put in handcuffs. There were two officers. He wasn't running around. He wasn't fleeing. He wasn't resisting arrest. He was standing there. So I'd like to know how he got from standing to the next thing you know, he's on the ground with Officer Derek Chauvin brutally, brutally putting pressure on George Floyd's neck. Now, I know every American, black, White, every religion, every race, everybody is outraged with what they saw. Absolute, absolutely unacceptable. It was beyond repugnant, beyond illegal. Now, Mr. Floyd, his life is over. He was killed, he was blatantly murdered. And yesterday, as you all know by now, Officer Derek Chauvin was charged with third-degree murder and manslaughter. Frankly, I thought it should have been first-degree murder. He's sitting there with his knee on there, and you could tell he was getting jacked up, the adrenaline flowing by this this thug officer. Oh, and I'll get to thugs in a minute. And let's for for one second, because I know that President Trump yesterday tweeted about the thugs, and they are thugs, that were looting uh, and destroying property, setting... Setting buildings uh, uh, on fire in Minneapolis. What is the definition of a thug? A brutal ruffian or assassin? Gangster. Here are some syn- cinnamon, syn- synonyms. I'm thinking about that cinnamon roll that uh, one of my coworkers, uh, colleagues, had outside in the, in the commissary earlier this morning. Some synonyms for thug. Bully. Gangster. Goon. Hoodlum hooligan, mobster, mug, punk, roughneck, ruffian, rowdy, toughy, British, a yob. Mick the Brit would know. You're a yob, mate. That has nothing to do with someone's race. A thug can be white, black, Asian, Mexican, Irish, British, you name it. There is no one set of, whether it's race or nationality, that is a thug. It can be anybody. It describes their actions. Was Officer Derek Chauvin's action thuggish? You're damn right. Just like all the the actions taken by the rioters, the looters that destroyed property, set, uh, set Minneapolis on fire a couple of nights ago, they were thugs too. But what Officer Derek Chauvin did, unacceptable. Now, this is unfortunately not the exception to the rule. Now, I know that most... Broadcasters, most presenters, such as myself, many news people will say 99.99% of all law enforcement is great. I disagree with that. I don't believe it's 99.9% that is great. It is far lower than that. I would tell you today, there is probably 20 to 30%, 20 to 30% of officers that are in police forces, state police, local police, uh, whatever the case may be, uh, sheriff's departments. That are big time problems. Many of them are psychopaths. Many of them become police officers for the power. It gives them a big feeling. You see these guys wearing shirts too tight, all bulked up on testosterone. I see it all over the place. I've talked to numerous chiefs, deputy chiefs, that have told me, off the record, we got problems. They want to weed it out. Any officer worth a damn knows the problem. They want to get those officers out because they. Put them, the the legitimate officers that do their job properly, correctly, politely, they put them in a bad light. We'll continue Around the Corner.
0: The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with The General now at Cigar Dave Show. Alpha male with nads of steel, the general, cigar Cigar Dave. Dave.
1: What we saw that took place Monday in Minneapolis absolutely unacceptable. We have seen this over and over, and I don't care if it is done perpetuated upon somebody that is black, white, Asian. The race makes no difference. The result does, and when we see blatant brutality and violence against a citizen, against a person. You can arrest somebody, but if you start terrorizing them, murdering them, assaulting them, it is a big problem, especially when the person arrested is not resisting arrest, is not do it, conducting any violent pushback. Now, I'm going to tell you, as I started telling you before the break, I believe 20 to 30 percent, probably a quarter, 25, let's just say 25 to 30 percent. That's really what I believe of the cops in the United States are dirty. And when I say dirty, I mean that they are violent, they are brutal. I believe that many of them are psychopaths. And I know many cops listen to us and they're probably not happy with me, but I also know that many cops I've spoken to as a general, we know who the problem children are. And unfortunately, we can't weed them out. Well, you better start weeding them out. And there is no doubt in my mind, we've seen a change in police officers the last 30 years. Many of the newer police officers that are coming in, they're all jacked up, they're juiced on testosterone. The big weightlifters, they wear the shirts that are two sizes too small. These guys love the feeling of power, the feeling of authority that they would never get anywhere else. I'll give you a perfect example. About four years ago, five years ago, I happened to be where Command Center Alpha is located, and there was a Tampa Police marked vehicle on the property. And so, and it was there for a while, so I went up and just, his uh, window was rolled down, I said, hey, how you doing? What's, uh, what's going on? Anything going on? And he looked at me and said, it's none of your business. Now, the first thing should have been, "Yeah, we got something going on, or eh, nothing really, whatever, there's just, you know, I'm just writing a report, or, or, or no, we're just, you know, just uh, around just to make sure there's nothing going on, we got some calls around. Now, who knows, I could have assisted him. He may have said, hey, you know, we were looking for this or that, I could have assisted him. And I said, well, there's no need to be, you know, curt or rude, I'm just asking he went off on me, and he said, let me tell you something. If you don't like what I have to say, you better step back, or, uh, or, or I'll arrest you. And I said, for what? I said, I'm not, uh, I'm not trespassing. In fact, if anything, you're trespassing on our property. And he gave me a look and said, I don't like your attitude. I said, well, that makes two of us. I said, so before you start mouthing off, and I told this directly to him. I said, I was very polite and asked, what's going on? Is there anything going on around? Very unusual to have a police car in the driveway. And then finally said, no, actually, we're just taking a little break. I said, well, that's all you needed to say. Now, this guy, let me give you a portrait of what this guy looked like. Okay, probably about six six two, probably about two fifty, bulked up the big guns, the big, when I say guns, not the actual uh, Smith & Wesson uh, revolver. It actually were his big muscles definitely juiced up on testosterone. You don't get muscles that big unless you've got the testosterone. You can tell by the veins bulging out of his out of his head. Now, the old days you'd see a cop, they knew who you were. You had a rapport with them. What's going on? What's happening? We don't see that today. In fact, I have maintained that what we need to see more of, cops that walk the street that know the neighborhoods, that know the residents, that have a rapport with the with the neighborhood we don't see that anymore. We have seen cases over and over where police, they feel they're disrespected, they feel that uh, somebody's copping an attitude, and they love to show their authority. 25 to 30% of the force cops are bad. They need to be weeded out. Here in the Cigar City of Tampa, there was a DUI, the guy, cop that ran the DUI ring was dirty as the day is long. Setting up people, setting up, But uh, I know, one person personally there was uh, it was a big case that that's not the case i many of you may know but i'm not talking about that somebody was pulled over blew a 0.0 hadn't had a drink they looked and said well we still have suspicion we're going to arrest you it was a political hit a political takedown they arrested him he blew 0.0 20 minutes later not only did he blow they did a blood alcohol test 0.0 Long case, umpteen years, cost this person hundred not hundreds, probably twenty-thirty thousand dollars. Long story short, when it was revealed that the head of the DUI unit was setting people up, cases were tossed as probably another 40-50 cases were tossed, and I believe there was a settlement in that case. It stayed very quiet. What we saw with Officer Derek Chauvin is not the exception to the rule, unfortunately. There was an Alabama. There was an Indian, uh, a gentleman from India visiting his son, walking down the street. And I think it was in his 50s, 60s, if I'm not mistaken. And a police officer came in. And, uh, and I can't remember what the stop was for. It was, it was really innocuous. And the next thing you know, he pushes the, uh, the, the 50, 60 year old person on the concrete in very serious condition. We got a lot of brutal thug cops out there, and there is no doubt in my mind that Officer Derek Chauvin, arrested for third-degree murder and manslaughter yesterday, he was absolutely in a zone of ec- ecstasy. You could see the the just the way he had his hand on his hip. He was very relaxed while he's putting pressure on George Floyd's neck. And you cut off the circulation of the carotid, you're done. It's over. Extremely dangerous. You restrict blood flow to the brain, you can cause death. That's exactly what happened. And Derek Chauvin, that that thug officer, looked very relaxed, very calm. His knees on there, hands on his hip. You could tell the adrenaline was flowing. Eight minutes. Meanwhile, you had people around saying, he can't breathe. And even George Floyd said, I can't breathe. Thirty seconds would have been too long for this, but eight minutes? And what about the other officers? They all should be charged as accessories to murder. They're watching. They had this one officer look like he was an Asian of Asian descent. Turn around. He's about seven, eight feet away, holding the other people back, the, the bystanders, the witnesses, and people are pointing to him. He can't breathe. Look what they're doing. He looked over and then just looked back. All three of the other officers, none of them did anything. They're all dirty cops. There's a ton of dirty cops in this country. And I don't give a damn right now if many of you that are cops are saying, well, not all of us are dirty. You're right. But it's up to you to get rid of the dirty cops. Just like there are physicians that are bad physicians that are incompetent. And they get weeded out. If you've got bad pilots in an airline, they should be weeded out. All the bad apples in your profession should be weeded out. You know who they are. And I can tell you that watching this, to this day, it's five days later, I'm more enraged than ever because we have a huge problem in this country with dirty cops. And many of you that are police officers may not like what I have to hear, but you know damn well the truth hurts. you got a lot of cops out there that are cops for one reason. It gives them a sense of authority. They would never get that sense of entitlement or authority in any other job. This gives them a feeling of power. When a cop pulls somebody over, I'll say 30, 40% of the cops out there, they love doing it. Now, I know a couple of cops that say, listen, we pull over, you know, if it's not blatant, okay, we give a warning, you know, we wanna make sure things are safe. But there's guys, they relish. They relish pulling someone over and getting into it with somebody. They relish it. Why? Because they're either juiced up on testosterone, their adrenaline starts flowing. This is what they get off on. It's not a surprise that one of the big hidden problems in law enforcement, the number of police officers who beat the hell out of their wives and girlfriends. Now, it's a little secret amongst law enforcement, but it's true. Talk to anybody, they'll tell you they know who the ones that are are the problems are. We see this often, but it, it stays very quiet. And to those of you that are good officers, I commend you but it's up to you to weed out these problem officers. You can't tell me that the Minneapolis Police Department, that other officers didn't know that Derek Chauvin was a problem child. In fact, he was. He had, I think, about 10 or 11, maybe even a dozen complaints written up against him over the years. But how disgusting, how repulsive is it to see three other cops staring at Chauvin putting his knee... On George Floyd's neck, doing nothing. Not one of them saying, Hey, Chauvin, back off. Pulling him and and grabbing him and saying, Back off. Enough. Not one did. They all should be charged as accessories to murder. They all should be going to the big house. Now, let's just say hypothetically, George Floyd did resist. Okay, he's on the ground. And I don't believe he did. There's nothing that says that that is the case. But he's on the ground, subdued. Why do you have a knee to the neck? Okay? If you're really worried he's on the ground, great. Put your hand on his back and just say, look, till we get this sorted out, whatever. But why, do you, why does it take eight minutes to put a suspect in a car and take him down to the station? Tell me that. Answer that question. And then yesterday when I hear the Democrat county attorney, district attorney, saying, well, there may be evidence uh, that that clears the office. Are you kidding me? There's nothing of the sort. All you need to do is look at that eight-minute video. Eight minutes, he's got his knee on there. Look, there are great cops out there. But I'm not going to be one of these guys that say 99.9% of the cops are great because they're not. There's 20 to 30% that are problem children. You know it if you're a cop. I know it. And your fellow officers know it. They know who the bad cops are. They know who the problem children are. They know who the cops that are going to explode. Now, people say, cops may say, well, look, you know, we're we're in a stressful situation. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But part of being a professional is that you must maintain your composure. You want to arrest somebody if they resist? Fine. Okay. You subdue them to the point where they are not resisting, put them in a car, take them down to the station. But when you have a person on the ground that can't move for eight minutes, Officer Derek Chauvin should have been charged, not with third-degree murder and manslaughter, but first-degree murder. Frankly, I think I don't... Sergeant Steve, do they have the death penalty in Minnesota? Probably not, but do they? Do they? Democrat-controlled state. But if they do, he should be given the death penalty. Period. Pure and simple. End of discussion. It was blatant murder in my estimation. First degree. Got off light. Third degree murder. Now, every American that I know, everybody, I don't care your color, your religion, your nationality, everybody that watched that video, beyond perturbed, beyond disturbing, beyond distressing, beyond unacceptable. What also is unacceptable is when you have protesters that turn into violent, ra- uh, violent raging thugs that are looting buildings, stealing from, from businesses. Many of them are black owned businesses. So who are you hurting? You're hurting your fellow community members, the businesses that serve your community. You're hurting them. And then setting buildings, police stations on fire. I'm sorry. When President Trump said that those are thugs that are doing that, that is thuggish behavior. And a thug does not refer to someone's race. It refers to their actions, pure and simple. End of discussion. There are black thugs, white thugs. There are thugs from all over the world. You name it. A thug has nothing to do with a person's skin color. Zero. It refers to their actions. And there is absolutely no doubt in my mind that the actions we saw from those protesters, in fact, many of them were not from Minneapolis. I saw a video of people from that community imploring, begging these other violent looters to stop saying, you don't belong here. This is our community. Get out. Peaceful protests should go on as long as they want. But when it devolves into looting into rioting, into destruction, desecration, fire. That's the end of being Mr. Nice Guy. Now, the governor should have known. He said, whoa, we didn't realize it was going to get that tough. We thought it was going to be peaceful. Well, you know how you ensure that? You make sure you have the National Guard out there. And you absolutely make sure that you are prepared. End of discussion. Now, when we come back, we'll play Mayor Jacob Fry. Talk about a wussified beta. Talk about a leader that should be leading. Let me rephrase that. The mayor should be leading. He's not a leader. And when we come back, you'll hear exactly why. He had a little breakdown. If you're the mayor, you're the governor, you better step up and say what happened, what took place to George Floyd, unacceptable. law. The legal authorities are going to deal with it. End of discussion. You want to protest? Protest peacefully. But we're going to tell you right now, This is not going to devolve into violence, into looting, into arson. Period. End of discussion. You're forewarned. Peacefully protest all you want. We have no problem with it. But if it devolves into violence, we're going to put a crack to it. End of discussion. When we come back, we'll play what Mayor Jacob Fry had to say. And if you're in law enforcement, you got a problem with what I said, CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Shoot me an email. Tell me what you have to think. And by the way, If you want to anonymously just send me an email and say, look, there are problems. Here's what needs to be done. I will respect your confidentiality and privacy, as they say in Great Britain. But what we saw took place Monday by Officer Derek Chauvin, unacceptable. We need to weed out the bad cops in this country. There are plenty of them. There are plenty of good ones, too. But I'm sorry. You have 20 to 30% of cops that are bad, that are violent, that are in it strictly... To be big shots and flex their authority that are psychopathic in their nature, they must be terminated.
0: Never miss a minute of the show.
1: When you download
0: the Cigar Dave mobile app for Apple, Android, and Kindle devices, you can listen to our 24-7 continuous stream of the latest show or download the recent podcasts to listen to anytime on your mobile device. Get the Cigar Dave mobile app in the App Store. Search Cigar Dave.
4: Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. In
1: 2020, we have been delivering fantastic cigars to all members of the Cigar Dave Officers Club. And for May, we've got a fantastic selection entitled the Rocky Patel Sampler. We're featuring two Rocky Patel Edges and a Rocky Patel Sun Grown. First of all, the Rocky Patel Edge Light. It uses a magnificent Connecticut Ecuadorian shade-grown wrapper. It's a mild, mild, medium cigar, creamy with a little bit of sweetness. Then the Rocky Patel Edge Corojo, fuller. More personality, bold, with a wonderful Nicaraguan wrapper. And finally, the Rocky Patel Sun Grown. Medium in body with an Ecuadorian wrapper, Brazilian, Dominican, Nicaraguan fillers, a very balanced cigar. Become a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club and get three cigars shipped to you in a Cigar Dave Officers Club pouch. $22.95 per month and you get amazing cigars. Go to CigarDave.com right now, click on Officers Club and join the Officers Club today.
0: Like a mighty oak, standing in the face of gale-force winds of political
1: correctness,
0: it's the General Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave.
1: Now, I use the term thugs to describe the looters and rioters that not only broke into businesses in Minneapolis, but also torched buildings and the Minneapolis, one of the Minneapolis Police Department... Uh, Uh, precincts. They are thugs. That does not refer to a race. The Chinese Communist Party and Xi Jinping are thugs. They're thugs for their actions in Hong Kong. They're thugs for their actions against the Chinese people, their brutal regime. They're thugs for what they have done to the world with the Chinese Wuhan virus, keeping the true effects and the severity of the Chinese Wuhan virus under wraps and the World Health Organization was complicit and I'm glad to see that yesterday President Trump said we are terminating our relationship with the World Health Organization and I'm sure that means we're gonna defund or no longer fund the World Health Organization and send big checks let China pick up the slack oh I'm sure Dr. Phony Fauci is beyond himself gotta be apoplectic I'm sure now Mayor Jacob Fry, the mayor of Minneapolis, when you are, when there is a situation such as what took place with George Fry being murdered by Officer Derek Chauvin on Monday, you know the city could melt down, tensions are high, you have to be a pillar of strength like a mighty oak in the face of gale force winds, just like General Patton. You didn't hear General Patton breaking down and crying. Well, let's take a listen to how Mayor Jacob Fry reacted at his press conference a few days ago. I believe in Minneapolis. I love Minneapolis. And in believing in our city, we must believe that we can be better than we have been. We must confront our shortcomings with both humility as well as hope. We must restore the peace so that we can do this hard work together. Someone get him a crying towel, please. In fact, better yet, let's get him Lee Ermy.
0: Maybe we should chug on over to Mambi Pambi land where maybe we can find some self-confidence for you, you jackwagon.
1: And of course, there was a President Trump put out a tweet yesterday. Actually, the day, I think it was in the early hours of Friday morning. Yeah, I think it was like at Friday at uh, 1 in the morning, something like that. Tweeting out that the thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd. I won't let that happen. Just spoke to Governor Tim Walsh, told him that the military is with him all the way. Any difficulty, and we will assume control. But when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Thank you. And, of course, Twitter had a problem with that. Oh, you are you are causing... You are you are you are making the term thug violent and so on and so forth. And again, the mayor kit back saying weakness is blaming others in time of crisis. Talk about weak. Look at the mayor, Mayor Mamby Pamby crying. Mayor Jacob Fry boo hoo. How about growing a set of ads like I've got right on me and right in front of me, balls of steel, and saying we are going to lead. What took place? against George Floyd by Officer Derek Chauvin is unacceptable. Chauvin should be tried and convicted. And by the way, you want to protest fine, but don't you dare get violent in the city of Minneapolis or we'll put an end to it. Instead, boo-hoo, I'm a little crybaby. Pathetic, wussified, weak beta. Hour 2 of the Cigar Dave Show is next. This
0: is AMEA. Alpha Male Entertainment Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida. U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits and diversions. The cigar and pleasure friendly hotlines are open. 877 DAVE 007 Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Cigar Dave. Dave. This is a special presentation of the Cigar Dave Show. America at war with the Chinese virus. With the latest intel, here's the Global General, Cigar
1: Dave. The reason you could not go to church for Easter, you could not travel to family for Passover, is because of the Chinese Wuhan virus. The reason that we can't enjoy travel for the summer the way we always have go to disney world go to amusement parks go to a movie go to the mall go to one of the giant buffets in vegas although i have not been to a giant buffet in vegas but if you want to do that you can't why because of the chinese communist party the chinese wuhan virus they kept things under wraps. They lied not only to the world, but the World Health Organization was a co conspirator. And the director of the World Health Organization, Tedros Gabreas, complicit, a stooge for China. And yesterday, President Trump said enough is enough. Enough is enough. We're terminating. We are terminating. The United States' relationship with the World Health Organization, he said the agency has not made greatly needed reforms. He is right on the money. Thankfully, we have a president that has the giant nads to say, we're not going to be taken advantage of. We're the ones footing most of the bill, and yet China, which has five times the popula- four times the population that we do, five, whatever it is, They're paying a small percentage yet. The World Health Organization is backing everything that China says, hook, line, and sinker. Unacceptable. And I say what China, the Chinese Communist Party, has done is unacceptable. The Chinese Communist Party is the enemy of the Chinese people, of the world, of America. They have destroyed the economy, destroyed the health. Those 100,000 Americans that have died because of the Chinese Wuhan virus don't point the finger of blame at President Trump there's only one finger to point to one direction towards China the Chinese Communist Party President Xi Jinping or Premier Xi Jinping and his Chinese Communist Party are solely responsible they didn't curtail travel to the rest of the world they miraculously curtailed travel within China from Wuhan yet they allowed the disease to spread unabated by allowing Wuhan Wuhanians to travel across the world to Italy, to Europe, to the United States, to Australia, to Africa, to South America. They did nothing. Now I'm telling you right now, according to Kamala Harris, I am a racist. Why am I racist? I'm not a racist, but according to her, I am. She has introduced a resolution condemning all forms of anti-Asian sentiment as related to COVID-19. By the way, that COVID-19, the most fabricated, politically correct line of BS I've ever heard, COVID-19. COVID, Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus. That's what it is. And that's what we say here on The Cigar Dave Show. Now, she is saying that Chinese virus is hate speech. Anti, uh, Anti-Asian sentiment includes referring to the virus that originated in Wuhan, China, as the Chinese virus, Wuhan virus, that is racist. Kung flu, that is racist. Senate Resolution 580 has co-sponsors with Kamala Harris, including Senator Focahontas Warren of Massachusetts. Actually, she came out of her teepee to to, uh, co-sponsor. And Crazy Maisie Hirono of Hawaii. Don't you remember Crazy Maisie? All you men should just shut up. Interesting. When Joe Biden is accused of sexual harassment and a form of rape, Crazy Maisie has nothing to say against Kavanaugh, All the men should shut up, and we should just believe the women accusing Kavanaugh. Crazy Maisie, Focahontas Warren and kooky Kamala Harris. Senate Resolution 508, correction, 580, 580 states that if you use any forms of anti-Asian sentiment related to COVID, you are a racist. So, Chinese virus... Chinese Wuhan virus, Wuhan virus, Chinese Communist Party, Wuhan virus, Kung Flu, you are a racist. Okay, so if that's what they think, I'm a racist, fine. I'm just a racist against the Chinese Communist Party and Xi Jinping. I have said all along, the Chinese people, they're great people. There are about 1.49 billion people, Chinese people, that would love to live in freedom. They would love to have the Chinese Communist Party Removed. They would love democracy. You've got to remember, the number of Chinese Communist Party members, even though supposedly it's 100 million, if you're going to do any business in China, by default, you have to become a member of the CCP. There's really a thousand people that run the Chinese Communist Party, and maybe about 50 that really make a difference, 10 to 50 that make a difference. It is not racist in any way, shape, or form, to call the virus what it is, the Chinese Wuhan virus. Now, let's talk about hydroxychloroquine. I told you several weeks ago, we spilled the beans on the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease at the NIH, the National Institute of Health, Dr. Phony Fauci, or as I call him, Leonardo da Fauci, the brilliant, the brilliant Dr. Leonardo de Fauci. The man is a genius. The man is brilliant. Everything he says, we should just believe. Dr. Fauci stated hydroxychloroquine, it's only empirical evidence we don't know. We don't know for certain it's only empirical. We need a double, triple, quadruple blind test. And then we need to peer review it and do 50,000 more tests. Yet, he was ecstatic. He was ecstatic when Moderna Pharmaceuticals said that they have completed phase one trials of their their vaccine against the Chinese Wuhan virus, and it showed promising results. Now, how many people were in that phase one trial? And remember, when Moderna made that announcement, the market jumped, exploded. Fauci said this is a great development. How many people were in that trial? 100, 1,000, 10,000, 50,000? Forty-five. Forty-five people. Now, if that is not anecdotal, I don't know what is. But Fauci, meanwhile, when it comes to hydroxychloroquine, which has been used by physicians on the front line to good results, nope, not results. And we saw a a study from the Veterans Administration that said that using hydroxychloroquine didn't prevent their death and it exacerbated things. How many people were in that supposed study? Thirty-five. Thirty-five Elderly veterans that were already sick. And what we know, if anything, from hydroxychloroquine is that you need to start treatment early. Hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and azithromycin for any secondary bacterial lung infection. But the entire liberal media... And Fauci and every single Lib Dem said, oh, this is dangerous. This is a terrible drug. We're killing people. Squealy Neely Cavuto of Fox News. Talk about another one that's gone off the deep end. Squealy Neely, you're literally President Trump taking it as literally killing you. He's killing people. Another fraud, Squealy Neely Cavuto. The drug, hydroxychloroquine, has been around for what, 60, 70 years? And they said, well, you know, it could cause heart issues. Great, you monitor that. You watch those things. And we saw, what was it, last uh, last week, all the major newspapers, hydroxychloroquine shows no virus benefit, raises death, according to new study. And it was a study that was in the Lancet that looked at 96,000 patients. And it basically stated that administering the drugs could actually risk Increased risk of dying from the Chinese Wuhan virus. Well, as always, the dumbass liberal stream media, they, you have to remember, most members of the media, they are dumb lemmings. They will just follow the leader wherever it takes them. I can tell you I know many TV people. Many people are, they're great, they're smart, they're on top of the game. But the number of TV presenters, or newsreaders as I call them, with gravitas, I can fit I can count on probably one hand, maybe two. They're virtually non-existent. Here's a little 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 tidbit. You may not realize this. When a TV anchor, anchor man or anchor woman, when they come on for the evening news, they have a teleprompter. There is a script in front of them. So they can look at the TV camera, making eye contact with you and the teleprompter scrolls and they read the script off the teleprompter. Now they have a script in front of them and as a backup but in the old days with Walter Cronkite, before teleprompters, they used to read it, look down and then look up. I'm looking down and looking up. I'm taking my glasses, looking down and looking up. That's how it used to be. Then teleprompters came around. You could look right in the camera. Do you realize that in every newscast in this country, they even write and script out the names of the TV anchors? Because many TV anchors are too stupid to remember their own name. So they have to say, good evening. I'm Billy Bob Smith. Good evening, I'm Gail Jones. Good evening, I'm Jim Johnson. They literally write it on the teleprompter. They can't do what I do and sit here for two hours and pontificate and postulate and present arguments and facts in a very succinct manner. Everything they have is written. That's why most TV people that come on to try and attempt to be a presenter in the talk radio format, they fail because they cannot hold a, continue, a contiguous thought, a contiguous statement, let alone for a minute for, or 20 minutes, let alone for even 30 seconds. So these news readers get handed a study. Do they bother even looking at the study? Do they bother, bother even reading? And the answer is... No, niet, nada, negative. So the study in the Lancet, what was it? It was what's called a meta-analysis. A meta-analysis is very different than a study. All a meta-analysis does is look at, they look at, say, okay, we're going to look at 96,000 patient records, which is what they did, or an amalgamation of 100 studies and maybe 30 people in one study, for whatever reason. I mean, they could be an average age of 95 plus. They put them on hydroxychloroquine, didn't help, died. Okay, there you go. Hydroxychloroquine contributed to their death, where nothing could be further from the truth. A meta-analysis is not a true study. They just look at all these other facts. They look at other data. They look at other studies, but they don't have a trial Or a study that says, okay, let's break it down by age. Let's break it down by level of sickness. When did we catch things? When did we find these things? So all of a sudden, the media reports and says, big new study, hydroxychloroquine, no benefit to the Chinese Wuhan virus, and in fact, actually raises the risk of death. Well, as I said to you, using fact, Dr. Fony Fauci, Leonardo de Fauci, knew since 2005 that hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine was effective against the SARS coronavirus. How do we know this? Well, I've got in my hand the study entitled Chloroquine is a Potent Inhibitor of SARS Coronavirus Infection and Spread. We posted it on the website several weeks ago, published August 22, 2005 in Virology Journal that is published by the National Institute of Health that Dr. Fonny Fauci works for. Not one reporter has since asked him about that. Now, here's something interesting. Also on the NIH website, just posted a research paper by Science China Life Sciences. It was received on April 23rd. It was accepted as a research uh, paper on May 12th and published online May 15th. I just dug this up. Again, this is on the NIH's own website. Headline, low-dose of hydroxychloroquine reduces fatality of critically ill patients with COVID-19. Let me read you the abstract, and you make your own decision. Corona. And by the way, when I use the term coronavirus or COVID, that is because it is what is written on the paper. I'm not going to change that, even though we all know it's the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus. And here are the authors of this study. Bo Yu, Chens-Li, Peng Chen, Ning Zhao, Luyan Wang, Ji Li, Hu Ling Zhang, and Dao Wen Wang. They're all members uh, let's see, some division of cardiology, Department of Internal Medicine at Hubei Key Laboratory of Genetics, so on and so forth in Shanghai, in Wuhan. So these are credible physicians. Here is the abstract. Coronavirus disease 2019, COVID-19 is a pandemic with no specific drugs, and high fatality. The most urgent need is to find effective treatments. We sought to determine whether hydroxychloroquine application may reduce the death risk of critically ill COVID-19 patients. In this retrospective study, we included 550 critically ill COVID-19 patients who need mechanical ventilation in Tongji Hospital, Wuhan from February 1, 2020 to April 4, 2020. All 550 patients received comparable basic treatments, including antiviral drugs and antibiotics, and 48 of them were treated with oral hydroxychloroquine treatment, 200 milligrams twice a day for seven to 10 days, in addition to the basic treatments. Primary endpoint is fatality of patients, and inflammatory cytokine levels were compared between HCQ and non-hydroxychloroquine NHCQ treatments we found that fatalities are 18.8% in the hydroxychloroquine group, which is significantly lower than the 47.4% in the non-hydroxychloroquine group. The time of hospital stay before patient death is 15 days, and that's the average, and eight average days for the hydroxychloroquine and non-hydroxychloroquine groups, respectively. So... They conclude that data, and this is what they say in the last sentence, these data demonstrate that an addition of HCQ on top of the basic treatments is highly effective in reducing the vitality of critically ill patients of COVID-19 through attenuation of inflammatory cytokine storm. Therefore, therefore, hydroxychloroquine should be prescribed as a part of treatment for critically ill COVID-19 patients with possible outcome of saving lives. Have any of you heard of this report being publicized? Has the media reported on this legitimate study? Has Dr. Foni Fauci, Leonardo da Fauci, stated anything about this? No. Why? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. It doesn't fit their endgame. Remember, to the end, to them, the end justifies the means. And if the end means they can make Trump look bad, take down President Trump, even though hydroxychloroquine may very well benefit Chinese Wuhan virus patients, they don't care. They would rather keep it quiet. Because number one, the end justifies their means. They want to get rid of Trump. And let's not forget, Dr. Phony Fauci has a vested interest whether it is by getting continuous funding or continual funding by some of the the pharma groups that are working on a vaccine, whether it is his name on some sort of treatment getting a patent, meaning he gets some cash cha-ching as part of that, there's always an end game, follow the money. And what did I tell you about the cocktail of hydroxychloroquine, which is a generic medication? azithromycin and zinc all generic all cheap 20 bucks big pharma's not making billions of dollars on those medications dr fauci or any other researchers not making big muck big bucks and what did we say by the way about uh remez uh, uh, remzep i'll get that correct remdesivir i want to make sure I, I always confuse that remdesivir and initially i said I wasn't sure what the treatment was going to cost. Well, we know what the treatment is going to cost for remdesivir, which, by the way, they showed that has a minimal effect. Maybe for those people that recovered, instead of uh, a stay of 14 days, it reduced it to 10 days. But they didn't show any big results like they did with hydroxychloroquine. So remdesivir, how much? Remember, I just told you that the drug cocktail, the generic cocktail of hydroxychloroquine, zinc, azithromycin, Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Remdesivir. Twenty bucks. Think again. Fifty bucks. Not even close. Two hundred bucks. Higher. Remember the old Price is Right game? Higher, lower. Let's play that game. Four hundred. Higher. Six hundred. Higher. Eight hundred. Higher. A thousand. Yes, a thousand bucks. And remember, that's still not a final figure. It could be more than that. There are some Wall Street analysts that suggest that Gilead Sciences should charge 4,500 bucks even though the United States taxpayer helped in the development of remdesivir. Our tax dollars in grants were given to Gilead Sciences, yet they are going to reap all the benefits of it. Remember, there's always the end game. Don't think for a second Do not think for a second that there is, that cash doesn't play into it. It certainly does. And talking about big pharma, we're screwed. The Chinese control our antibiotic supply. 90% of the world's supply of antibiotics come from Chinese factories. You name the penicillin, amoxicillin, it all comes from China. In fact... The last remaining penicillin factory was in East Syracuse, New York. I went to Syracuse University, Bristol, Myers Squibb. They had a big factory, 50 buildings, because you have to actually grow penicillin. You have to grow the mold. Closed in 2004, 2005. Gone. We are screwed. Time to wake up, America. Get the latest cigars, hand-picked by the General, each month, delivered
0: straight to your door. When you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club, for just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com.
3: Quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
0: limited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy and Chinese virus sanitation maneuvers performed. It's time for National Cigar lightation Maneuvers.
1: The May 2020 Officers Club selection is the Rocky Patel sampler that features three fantastic cigars from Rocky Patel. The Rocky Patel Edge Corojo, the Rocky Patel Edge Sungrown, Grown, and The Rocky Patel Edge, Connecticut. And I have pulled out the Connecticut. If you like a cigar that's going to be creamy, mild to medium bodied, very smooth, maybe some notes of sweetness, then the Rocky Patel Edge, Connecticut is the cigar for you. And I have pulled out a beast of a cigar because I want a ton of cigar pleasure. So I have pulled out the Rocky Patel Edge, Connecticut Battalion. It is a magnum sized cigar, six inches in length with a 60 ring gauge, which means it is 60 64ths of an inch in diameter. So 60 64ths, let's just call it an inch in diameter, shall we? It's a beast of a cigar. It's uh, wrapped with a mild Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, beautiful tan wrapper. Features five year age Nicaraguan and Honduran Lajero long fillers. Very, very pleasant, very nice. Rocky Patel started with the Edge, then the Edge Corojo, then the Edge Light, the Edge Connecticut. It is a great cigar. Suggested retails about $9 for this battalion. Also comes in a 7.5 inch by 52 ring gauge double corona, a Robusto, a Toro, and a Torpedo. Fabulous cigar. It is going to be so pleasurable to enjoy a cigar. I have not had a cigar all week, I've been too busy. And as I say, if if you can't have a cigar, you're way too busy. So I'm way too busy, but enjoy. I cannot wait to get to this because when the palate is fully rested for an extended period of time, in this case, over a week, you can be sure that I will savor every nuanced note and every nuanced taste, the aroma that surrounds me. I will be in cigar paradise.
0: Cigar-altering and highly-sharpened leaf-exposing device.
1: Self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine in my hot little hand, ready to go.
0: Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing
1: apparatus. I've just fueled up the Cigar Dave CCK. This is called the Chinese Communist Killer. Listen to that. Just listen to that. This is an absolute blowtorch. If I had Xi Jinping in front of me, i go... Like, use my litation device, pull up the gas, hit the igniter, he's gone, he's vaporized. The people of the world would be rejoicing. The people of China would be rejoicing. It is time to eradicate the CCK with my Chinese communist killer litation device. Cigar Cigar
0: pre-litation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one.
1: Beautiful, perfect cut on this Rocky Patel Edge Light Connecticut Battalion. And here comes the CCK. If we lower the flame. I don't want to eradicate or vaporize this beautiful Rocky Patel Edge Light cigar, gently toasting the foot of this stick. And again, I don't want the flame to touch the foot of the cigar. Shouldn't touch the wrapper, shouldn't touch the filler. I want heat to cause combustion, not the actual flame itself. All right, I'm now toasting the foot of the cigar. I will now puff and rotate. Again, cigars at about a 40 degree angle from my mouth. I've got the litation device, just the heat causing combustion as I puff and rotate. Mm. Very nice. Let me blow on the foot of this cigar. I have a perfect amber glow, it is fully lit. There'll be no canoeing or any irregular burn on this cigar. Let me take a few puffs here. Very creamy, a little sweetness. Mm. Mild to medium, but still with ample flavor.
0: Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers.
1: Well, I've selected a wine that is not going to break the bank. It's going to be about a $15, $16 wine, depending on where you go. But I wanted something that would be complementary to this Rocky Patel, Edgelight, Connecticut. Mild to medium, sweet. I needed a wine, a libation that would pair up nicely. I've selected from Talbot Vineyards in the Monterey region, the Talbot Cali Hart Chardonnay from 2018. The Cali Hart Chardonnay, very, very fruit forward. Probably their most fruity wine in the Talbot Vineyards collection. And I'll talk about that in mo- uh, just a moment. But let me first go ahead and pour that. And as I swirl it around here, it's an exceptionally refreshing Chardonnay. Very fruity on the nose. Some tropical nose, a little vanilla. As I say... Cheers. Let me take a sip. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, my. It is delicious. Nice notes of some fruit, some berry, some spice. Mmm. Got a unique finish, too. Almost like a berry. Let me take another sip. Mmm. Very delicious. Let me talk about Talbot Vineyards, very interesting. You may have heard of Robert Talbot, clothing company. Robert Talbot moved to Carmel, 1950, to start a luxury tie company. But while overseas buying silk, he learned about the wines of France and had a dream of using Burgundian techniques on wines in California. Make their own California wine. So they began in late 50s to the 1970s. They planted their Sleepy Hollow Vineyard, 1972, Santa Lucia Highlands. Makes great, uh, produces great grapes. In Carmel Valley in 1982, they planted their first grape at their Diamond Tea Vineyard, Mountaintop Valley of Carmel. They opened a tasting room in 1989, and the wines have been pumped out ever since. They make wonderful Pinot Noirs, but their Chardonnays are fabulous. And I will tell you that this Cali heart, very, very nice. They have some other ones that I would like to try as well. In fact, they have one called the Diamond Tea Chardonnay that I would like to get my hands on. And, in fact, next visit to the People's Republic of California while I mostly go to Napa. I love Carmel. I will absolutely have to visit the Carmel Monterey vineyards, because the Chardonnay grapes grow in a very nice, moderate climate. And when you think of Carmel, think of Monterey, cool, that sea fog, perfect climate conditions to grow Chardonnay grapes. Very, very nice, pleasant Mm. wine that goes beautifully with my Rocky Patel Edge Connecticut. Now, speaking of the Cigar Dave Officers Club. Let me tell you about the June selection. And here's the good news, is that May does not end until tomorrow. So you have today and tomorrow, if you would like to become a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club, to get the June 2020, which is the Macanudo Inspirado Sampler. Now, Macanudo from General Cigar, always known for incredibly mild, tasty, beautifully balanced cigars. The original macanudo is a classic you can never go wrong with a macanudo if you're a mild cigar connoisseur you like a medium cigar even if you like full flavored cigars but want uh, uh, just a very satisfactory tasty cigar you can never go wrong with macanudo it's a beautiful stick well general cigar several years ago said we are going to create a line extension of macanudo and do some unique things with some unique tobaccos Unique rappers. so they created the Inspirato line, the inspiration, and the Macanudo Inspirato comes in four different line extensions. But we are going to feature three for the June 2020 Officers Club selection: the Macanudo Inspirato White, the Macanudo Inspirato Orange, and the Macanudo Inspirato Black. The Macanudo Inspirato White features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, same wrapper that's on this Rocky Patel Edge Connecticut, Indonesian binder with fillers from Nicaragua and the Mexican San Andreas uh, region. It's a mild to medium bodied cigar. The Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper is aged six years, just a loaded with flavor, smooth earth spiciness, but very sweet, very complex. That is the Macanudo Inspirado White. The Macanudo Inspirado Orange, for those of you that are looking for a medium to full flavored cigar, the orange delivers using a Honduran wrapper, Honduran binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic, Honduras, and Nicaragua. Definitely a more complex, spicier cigar. And then the Macanudo Inspirado Black, a Connecticut broadleaf Maduro wrapped cigar, Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, Nicaraguan Esteli filler. It is a very unique taste because when you talk about a Connecticut Broadleaf, you're talking about a sweet wrapper. But you combine some of the Ecuadorian Sumatra binder and the Nicaraguan Esteli, you've got yourself some sweetness, some peppery spice, some bold, rich taste. Three very unique cigars. It is the Macanudo Inspirado sampler featuring the Macanudo Inspirado White the Macanudo Inspirato Orange, and the Macanudo Inspirato Black. You have until tomorrow, at midnight Eastern time, to join the Cigar Dave Officers Club. $22.95 per month, you get three great cigars shipped to you in a Cigar Dave Officers Club vouch. It always is a unique experience every month, because sometimes you can get cigars that are gonna be mild, sometimes that are spicy, from different manufacturers. But the Macanudo Inspirado, a perfect representation of what the Officers Club is. There's a mild to medium cigar, a medium to full, and a medium to full, full plus cigar in there. So it allows you to experience nuanced taste, explore your taste buds. Great way to enjoy beautiful cigars. So go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Membership is month-to-month. There's no long-term contracts. If you want to get the Macanudo Inspirato sampler for June, you've got until tomorrow, midnight Eastern time. You will love the cigars that we ship. I personally select them with all the manufacturers. So go to CigarDave.com right now. Join, I guarantee you will thank me. You'll say, General, thank you so much. My palate appreciates it. My cigar connoisseur experience has been elevated all thanks to you and membership in the Cigar Dave Officers Club.
0: The General is now on Instagram. Follow him for pictures of the latest cigars, libations, and what he's enjoying during the show. (laughs) That could be interesting, and we'll have to block out some faces. Go to Instagram and search Cigar Dave.
1: In 2020, we have been delivering fantastic cigars to all members of the Cigar Dave Officers Club. And for May, we've got a fantastic selection entitled the Rocky Patel Sampler. We're featuring two Rocky Patel Edges and a Rocky Patel Sun Grown. First of all, the Rocky Patel Edge Light. It uses a magnificent Connecticut Ecuadorian shade-grown wrapper. It's a mild, mild medium cigar, creamy with a little bit of sweetness. Then the Rocky Patel Edge Corojo, fuller. More personality, bold, with a wonderful Nicaraguan wrapper. And finally, the Rocky Patel Sungrown, Grown. Medium in body with an Ecuadorian wrapper, Brazilian, Dominican, Nicaraguan fillers, a very balanced cigar. Become a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club and get three cigars shipped to you in a Cigar Dave Officers Club pouch. $22.95 per month and you get amazing cigars. Go to CigarDave.com right now, click on Officers Club, and join the Officers Club today.
0: Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm gonna go with the Decade. I love it, it's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what, the Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That's celebrated your 15 years in business, and I gotta tell you. It's my favorite.
4: You know what, Nish and Rocky? You both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual,
0: we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at Rocky Patel. Com. Surgeon General warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Patriotically made in the USA, America's alpha male-in-chief, Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave.
1: Well, if you'd like to envision a picture of what American cigar retailers could look like if we do not fight excessive taxation along the way. Just look to our neighbors to the north in Canada, eh? Perfect example, outrageous cigar taxes. It was announced this week that the Seoul Casa del Habano, which is owned by the Cuban government, Habanos, Sole Casa del Habanos retailer in Montreal will be closing permanently tomorrow, May 31st. The Casa del Habano in Montreal has been open for 25 years, a 2,000-square-foot store and lounge that opened its doors in 1996. Every major Cuban cigar brand is featured at Casa del Habano. They don't sell Dominican cigars. They don't sell Nicaraguan cigars. They don't sell Honduran cigars. It is only Cuban cigars. So any cigar you want to get your hands on, a Cuban cigar, you go to a Casa del Habano, they've got it, the legit product. But they are closing. They said that business has actually been good at their Sherbrooke Street West location in Montreal. But they said that the decision was made to close in January prior to the Chinese Wuhan virus. Now, there are 118 Casa del Habano's around the world. Some are subject to various taxation. Some higher, some lower. You go to Spain, tax is relatively low. Canada, on the other hand, big-time difference. Let me give you a perfect example. At the Casa del Habano in Montreal, a Monte Cristo number two, which is a torpedo, very, very popular cigar. That cigar retails for 49.50 Canadian dollars. That is 3550 US dollars. 35 bucks for a Monte Cristo number two. Now think about that for a second. Is that better than a Davidoff? Is it better than A uh, Monte Cristo from the Dominican? Is it better than a Padron? Absolutely not. No way. Yet, people still want to buy it, but $35.50 because of the taxes. A Cohiba Siglo 6. I remember I was in Toronto probably 20 years ago, and I bought a a box of Cohiba Siglo 6s at the time. I still have about two-thirds of the box properly aging. At the time, I think I paid Canadian, uh, correction, U.S. dollars. I think it was maybe 15 bucks a stick, 16. Now with the taxes and everything, 70 U.S. dollars. Absolutely ludicrous. 70 bucks. Now when you look at the provincial taxes, for example, in Ontario, the provincial tax on cigars is 56.6%. Then you have the regular sales tax, which can be 7 to 10%. Then there's a federal excise tax. Do you want to go into a retailer today, a cigar that costs you, let's say, $8 today? If you were in Canada, it would cost you probably 16 $18. We must fight the enemies of pleasure. We must fight excessive, unruly taxation. Otherwise, we'll end up like Canada. And Canada is a disaster. In fact, you want to go get uh, a cigar, for example, let's say a Padron, a Padron 1964 that would cost you maybe $16 here in the U.S., probably going to cost you 30 bucks in Canada because of the outrageous taxes. Here's something else outrageous coming to us from Canada. John Tory, the mayor of Toronto, a eh? proclaimed menstrual hygiene day This was, um, when was this? This was uh, Thursday. Declared Thursday to be Menstrual Hygiene Day in the city of Toronto to help break the silence around menstruation. And he said he was proud to support the period purse and their continued work to end the stigma surrounding periods. Now, I never knew that women's periods had a stigma. Sergeant Steve, have you ever heard of a mass uproar against women's periods? I never have. I have not. No. So let me go ahead and quickly read you the proclamation and try to I'm, I'm going to try to keep a straight face and not fall off my chair. My cushy, comfortable, uh, very orthopedic chair here. John Tory Mayor Proclamation: Menstrual Hygiene Day, May 28, 2020. Whereas menstrual hygiene, MH. Day raises awareness of the challenges menstruators face in their ability to experience healthy periods with dignity. MH Day highlights the importance of proper menstrual hygiene through public education and advocacy. This day also raises awareness about the stigma surrounding periods and calls for menstrual equity by providing marginalized communities with access to free menstrual hygiene products. The continued support at the local, regional, and national levels is helping break the silence and build awareness about the fundamental role that good menstrual hygiene management plays in the lives of people who menstruate. You mean women who menstruate. What do you mean people? During this challenging time and every day, let us aim to be conscious of the needs of others promote open dialogue, to help counter taboos surrounding periods, learn new and creative ways to manage menstrual health issues, and promote equitable access for hygiene needs and products. The City of Toronto supports organizations, or as they say in Toronto, organizations, eh? And individuals committed to raising awareness about the needs of the community through education and support to ensure the health and well-being of our communities are improved. Now, therefore, I, Mayor John Torrey, on behalf of Toronto City Council, eh, do hereby proclaim May 28, 2020 as Menstrual Hygiene Day in the City of Toronto, signed John Torrey, Mayor of Toronto, eh? I mean, menstrual equity? So wait a minute. If they're going to have a national or menstrual hygiene day, I would like a nadular hygiene day. And they're going to give free access to menstrual hygiene product to women, well, how about free nadular hygiene products for men? How about Nut Butter Extreme with menthol-intense tingling lotion sensation? How about Sac Spray by Ballsy? That's a real product. Or Fresh Balls uh, anti-chafing lotion. These are all legitimate products. They're real products. Nut Butter Extreme with menthol, Sac Spray, and Fresh Balls anti-chafing lotion. I demand equal opportunity, equal rights. Nadular Hygiene Day. Women cannot have their own day. Menstrual Hygiene Day. Cigar Dave, this is ridiculous. Cigar Dave, the general, saying Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again, again. Make masculinity great. As always, screw the enemies of pleasure, screw the Chinese Communist Party, screw the Chinese Wuhan virus, and I demand that my NADs should be equally treated as the Women's Menstrual Hygiene Day, Nadular Hygiene Day for all alpha males worldwide, I rest my case.